Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fish On. I'm Captain Kevin Lanier, and I'm coming to you from the Mexico Beach, Port St. Joe area in the panhandle of Florida. So we want to talk about a few things today, and I'd just like to welcome all of you, and thank you for listening in. Um, as I do with every one of my podcasts now, I start out with a fishing report, and um, <clears throat> right now fishing is outstanding. Uh, as far as red snapper go, um, I can't imagine it being any better than it is right now. Uh, most of the red snapper we are catching are anywhere from legal limit of 16 inches up to, you know, 20 pounds. So we've probably got uh, well over a dozen uh, red snapper so far this season, over 20 pounds. Uh, been a year or so since we've gotten some consistently nice big fish. So that's exciting. Um, but uh, most of the red snapper we're catching are in excess of 100 feet of water. So when you get out there, start looking for that um, deep red bottom or that uh, real solid lines on your depth sounder uh, for making sure that you're over hard bottom or natural bottom as we call it. Um, but that seems to be where they're located right now. Anywhere from uh, 100 feet down to 300 feet. Um, you know, the red snapper are uh, just very thick around our area, Panama City and uh, Apalachicola. Uh, grouper bite's been good as well. Um, always not quite as good as a snapper bite. I mean, snapper can be insane. I believe we caught our boat limit a snapper uh, the other day in about 20 minutes. Uh, when you do one draft, or drift, sorry about that, and uh, you catch uh, 12 red snapper um, that are all really nice ones. It's kind of hard to say, no, we're going to throw some of these back and keep going. Uh, so we went on to do more things. I caught a lot of really nice vermilion snapper, got some real nice grouper, uh, and another a uh, few other fish. So, But the grouper bite, um, they've been hitting the live baits, uh, been real well uh, some days we'll hit a pocket of them real well next couple of days uh, they're fairly thin uh, we got a couple of real nice red grouper uh, a couple of days ago uh, both off the same hole so they were in the 15 pound range so that's really nice but one of the great things is king mackerel have finally showed up i was beginning to wonder if uh, they were going to show up and uh, but the last uh, five trips we got four king mackerel uh, while we're bottom fishing. So we're going to talk about uh, catching king mackerel today in our podcast, but we'll get on that in a little while. Uh, inshore, flounder fishing's uh, been really good. Uh, people are still catching flounder in the uh, Mexico Beach Canal area and along the Port St. Joe seawall uh, down near the new shipyard. Uh, so start looking there. Uh, look up around the Crooked Island Sound area and the shallows. Uh, bouncing either bull minnows or um, soft-tailed jigs uh, seem to be catching the flounder. Um, redfish are still being caught. Uh, there's not as much concentration on them right now because of the offshore uh, season being open for red snapper and grouper, so uh, most of the focus has been on that. Uh, but bait-wise, uh, cigar minnows, uh, Spanish sardines, uh, the big Boston mackerel, all those are good baits for uh for red snapper you don't have to necessarily worry about finding live bait if you're going red snapper fishing uh you do want to find your live bait though if you're going to go uh grouper fishing um and our big 
big red snapper have all come on live bait as well. So when you're out there fishing for grouper, don't be surprised if you pull up a 25-pound red snapper. And you kind of know it after you've caught a few of them because that red snapper will not give up. Uh, that grouper will give up as he gets about halfway up, and then he'll just be dead weight. So, But always remember real quickly because the sharks are terrible. Uh, you know, we've discussed a lot around our area about what in the world can we do about the shark predation, and uh, it's just getting out of hand. Uh, things that go unchecked uh, will take over, is uh, what I think we see sometimes in life in general. So um, we need some help on that for you guys that talk to the uh, NOAA people and the Florida Fish and Wildlife folks. I want to talk today about uh, king micro fishing and uh, some of the techniques that we use. Uh, we've got the uh, Mexico Beach Artificial Reef Association Kingfish Tournament coming up uh, at the end of July. We just finished the uh, Golly Whopper Tournament. Uh, it's a grouper snapper tournament uh, here in Mexico Beach, and that was a big success. I think we had like 85 boats that participated. So, But king fishing. Uh, you want to go out and catch some kings, uh, kind of decide what technique you want to use. Um, we troll for them with uh, conventional uh, duster rigs and um, plugs, you know, stretch 30s, wrap uh, packs um, 30s, uh, the Nomad uh, plugs, those deep diving plugs. They'll dive down 30 feet or so. Uh, we use those uh, dusters. Uh, and by the way, I heard the other day that uh, they're not making those anymore. So if you find some boomer dusters uh, laying around, uh, pick them up because uh, apparently they're not making them anymore. So if you're trolling for king mackerel, uh, my technique is I try to go about uh, four to five miles an hour, uh, kind of varying it from time to time because I believe sometimes uh, you'll have fish following a bait and if it changes, they'll bite it. Um, so when you're doing that, I do a kind of an S pattern as well. Um, if you have a buoy line or a ridge line or something around structure, uh, work that area like some rock piles we have around here in this area. Um, but just slow troll. I mean, you know, don't like not as fast as you would for mahi and tuna and things like that. Although uh, king mackerel that's hungry will uh, hit those fast baits as well. So. You do have that option. Another option that a lot of guys employ is uh, what we call slow trolling live bait. Uh, the best bait in the world for this is, uh, depends on which coast you live on, it's uh, Blue Runner on the East Coast and it's a hard tail here in the Gulf. Uh, if you can get those about the size, uh, a little bit bigger than your hand, uh, maybe slightly bigger, um, You'll want to set it up with a, you can put a sliding sinker to get some of them down. You can put them on outriggers. Uh, you can put them on a downrigger. But uh, basically, we use a two-hook setup uh, when we're soul trolling live bait. Um, a number four-aught hook uh, in the nose of that uh, hardtail. And then about a four, three-inch uh, wire stinger uh leader with a treble hook on the back of that keep your hooks small um, you don't want them to uh, look huge on that bait so we use a smaller hook and um, when you put that bait out uh, basically what you're going to do is you're going to bump the boat in and out of gear moving forward and uh, I also like to chum the water when I'm doing that 
uh, because you get a lot of activity going on. Those big predator fish are going to come up. And you're not limited just to red snapper on that. You know, you can get a wahoo. You can get a number of different fish, even red snapper. So um, as you're working that, uh, keep that in mind. But I often uh, suggest that you make sure you're around structure and not just out in the middle of nowhere. So uh, that's another option you have for catching king mackerel. Uh, and then there's uh, drifting, drifting dead baits, drifting live baits. Uh, still, you're going to look for that uh, same general um, structure area. And um, I would do that out in when you're in 100 feet of water or so like that, or maybe, you know, 60 feet. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to put your live baits out or even a dead bait. Uh, a lot of guys will use a balloon in this case to suspend the bait up. Um, but get those out away from the boat um, and then, you know, start throwing chum or chunk pieces out and uh, just wait. Uh, make sure your drags are set fairly loose, but tight enough that when the fish hook uh, is hooked, it kind of drives it home a little bit. So, But you want that fish to be able to pick up the bait and run with it. Even if you have it in a, um, like the uh, bait runners that have a line out feature, uh, when you get that fish and he's making a steady pull away, you engage the drag and then it's uh, game on. So that's probably my favorite way to catch kings, uh, that drifting. We do that while we bottom fish. You know, we always put at least one bait out on the surface with no weight and, uh, you know, like I said, for the last five trips, we've taken really nice kings home. And um, on that fifth trip, uh, we hooked one, but uh, the tax man came and got it. So unfortunately, uh, <clears throat> we never got to see him, but the way he initially hit, it was a big fish. So, And the kings right now we're catching are running in the 30 to 35-pound range. So they're really nice quality fish. So, But when you're looking for kings, you got to use wire. Um, you can catch them on mono, but it's only by the grace of the good Lord that you get that fish in because they have teeth. Them wahoo, barracuda, uh, they all have a mouthful of teeth. And um, I try to stay with my wire <clears throat> somewhat small to moderate in size. I mean, everybody has their own methods that they use, but uh, one of the problems, you can't break that wire, too, if that fish is big enough. So what I try to do is find a happy medium in there of a light wire that uh, it's got a pretty high breaking strength as well. Um, <clears throat> there's a number of YouTube videos out there about how to make your own stinger rigs, or you can buy them uh, pre-made. Um, either way, um, we will uh, make our own uh, mainly because of the volume of what we go through and, um, you know, as you all know, things are getting quite expensive all the way around. So, um, But we tie up our own uh, wire rigs, stinger rigs, as we call them. And uh, when we troll or we put out our uh, flat lines and our dead baits, uh, they've also got that same stinger rig set up on them because another thing that king mackerel are notorious for is what we call short bites. They'll, walk <clears throat> they'll swim up and try to... Uh, grab the bait by the tail and nip the tail off. And uh, sometimes that, uh, you know, you'll reel it, you'll see a hit, you'll reel it in, you got half a bait. And uh, that's what happens if you use your traditional single uh, hook trolled bait is you'll uh, reel up a lot of half baits. So we put those stinger rigs in. Some guys use multiple J hooks uh, in a line. 
Um, either way is fine. Uh, the thing you don't want to do is you don't want to have that bait spinning. Uh, you want it either running uh, flat or uh, lying flat uh, in the current because no matter what you do with that dead bait, it's going to move and the boat's drifting, so you're going to get some sense that you are uh, slow trolling it, but uh, you're not, even though you're sitting still. Uh, that can be a pain because every time you move or you set up for another drift, you got to reel it in, throw it back out. So, But uh, this time of year between now and I would say the end of September, that live line or that uh, flat line is extremely productive. Um, I won't say you can count on it every day, but uh, you can. And the nice thing about it is when those red stamper come up off the bottom, they'll eat that flat line as well. So um, you can't go wrong there. Um the big thing about kings is they'll bite, but you got to find them. And they're not always in the same spot. There's general areas that will hold them, like I said earlier, you know, around rock piles, um, that type of uh, bottom structure. You know, anything that is to draw bait to it, um, that's a good uh, spot to fish for kings. Around here, we've got a old Air Force tower that fell off a barge, and obviously we call it the tower site. Uh, they hang out there because there's a lot of bait there. So as you start to plan your day, plan your trips, uh, start looking at some maps, some structure maps, and try to find some of those rock piles or those uh, real sharp edges and start working the kings there. Uh, the artificial structures that are put out, if they put them out in clumps, Look there, too, because it's structure. Structure uh, attracts small fish, bait fish, plankton, all that stuff. And then we get right into the uh, bigger predator fish. So, But thank you uh, for joining me today. Uh, we always have a good time doing these. We love to hear your feedback, uh, your suggestions for other uh, episodes. Uh, I try to get one up right now this time of year, probably every other week. Uh, sometimes I'll hit once a week, depending on the weather. Uh, just bear with me because red snapper season is busy for us. I think we'll run 45 trips by the end of June, just in the month of June. So uh, do the math. We got more trips than days. So, but hey, like us and subscribe to the podcast. You can contact us at kcsportfishing.com slash podcast. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram, all under KC Sport Fishing. That's the letter K and the letter C. Also, find us on YouTube and kind of chuckle at our videos. We have fun doing them. But uh, until next time, be safe and have great fishing.